Hello, and welcome to another episode of Ghoul Talk. I am Daniel, and with me as always, Lindsay. It's me, Lindsay. Hi. Hey, hey. Good. Good, good. Yeah, we are. Uh, this is exciting. I We're getting so close. So, so close. close to the end of the year. So close to the mm-hmm. end of our lives, really, when you think about it. I mean, every, every day, day closer. Every day. It's true. Every day. <sighs> And it's a winding that's been road. Another episode of Ghoul Talk. We'll see you guys <laughs> later. We're all one it's day like... closer to death. <laughs> Ooh. Sorry to tell you, but you should know. That's a minute right. in. <laughs> you know, this and is it's... the winter is the time when we contemplate yeah. these things. The days are short and the nights are long and terrifying. Mm. Ah, well. That's so true. Yeah. Especially when you don't sleep like us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't need to sleep because our brains are next level. And because I turn into a bat at night. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, yeah, we're actually, and you know, this is an exciting time too, because we're getting close to my second favorite time of the year, which is, go on. well, I celebrate Christmas with the December holiday season, you know? Yeah. It's so fun. I love it. I celebrate like, I mean, yeah, I guess it's Christmas. I don't know. I just like putting up evergreen shit and snow. That's what I'm all about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it smells good. It's fun. Oh, you get yeah, to eat great. delicious things. Yes. Well, this yes. is a great segue into uh, tea talk. Mm. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, because I, oh, man. Apples I, are out of season, and we got to talk about something else, well, right? I'm, I'm about How to do we sauce fill the, air? the last few, I think. Some of them are looking kind of rough in the crisper, so I might have to make oof, some sauce oof. to preserve their yeah. uh, beauty for for a, a bit longer um but Sounds until good. i do that and i will be sure to mm-hmm. update you all if i do no oh, please uh, please take notes yes yeah. um, we must know i treated myself to some tea because as as eagle eye listeners may boy. recall mm-hmm. i have started drinking caffeinated tea again besides just green tea and matcha uh i'm back on the dark <laughs> stallion the black tea um and so knowing that i've become dependent on it now i uh you know sure i've had a pretty hearty collection of herbal teas and green teas for some time but Mm -hmm. i decided to expand my collection of black teas and i started off with just some traditional black you know cheapo stuff like your uh, generic sort of lipton type stuff um okay you know yeah i'm not proud of it but it's affordable. I can buy a big box of them at Wegmans, take it to work. Whatever. Look, I'm sorry. Plain black tea like Lipton or that that family is delicious. Well, I could have at it's least good. gotten PG tips or something like that, but you know. Well, oh, PG tips. Oof. And you know PG tips is like the the British version is a little bit different than the American version. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We do a you know, this is actually totally relevant to tea time at my office in the winter months we do a tea time at three so jealous and my boss like special orders pg tips from the uk like the the domestic version and not the export 
That's exactly right. Oh my and God. we have like a whole Fiesta Wear tea set, and she orders those delicious um, biscuits. They're like the McVitties. <laughs> yeah. But not, you know, there are different ones. There's Digestives. like the digest digestive ones are way better you, you know and they have those ones or something what you, what, they, what, what those are good too here? we've we've had both we've had okay. both. i prefer the plane to be honest with you yeah i do too but, i they're uh, so bland but i love them <laughs> and oh, now and now that bland, i'm drinking black amazing. tea i'm like mm-hmm. oh i should just buy like a package of these and like really have like a little ritual but i'm like nope don't need the extra calories so- like <laughs> I mean, uh, I agree, but it's, they're so good. Um, but yeah, PG Tips is legit. So mm-hmm. what? What have you? Uh, what was? That's your gateway drug. Where have you escalated well, to with this? So then I started <laughs> drinking chai teas again, and that's been nice. The the spiciness. Um, yeah. But I I had. Do you gotten... drink it plain, or do you put milk oh, or cream in dude, it? Dude, I don't put shit in it. Although, so okay, wow. I want to get a nice, strong, like Irish breakfast tea blend. And I've mm. heard that that you you really should take with milk because it, that's sort of how it's meant to be taken. But I haven't done ah, that yet. I see. I'm sort of okay. waiting because um, mm-hmm. I I bought a lot of stuff to kind of stock up and have enough tea to take to the office and blah blah blah. So okay. I'm cleaning through my. How tea. much tea are you drinking per day, bud? Uh, I start my day with a cup of green. Uh-huh. Uh, usually have like a cup of black uh, after lunch, maybe two o'clock, three o'clock. Uh-huh. Uh huh some herbal and then like 18 more when you get home and then Mm -hmm. well usually a cup of green or black with dinner or or right after dinner and then sometimes herbal tea late later after Mm -hmm. dinner um just Mm -hmm. to stay warm you know um sure like a a non-caffeinated herbal thing but yeah i don't know so it's not it's not a lot but it you know i i get the republic of tea catalogs which you know oh my god that stuff i I don't know i really (laughs) like a lot of the blends that they have I know it's not that good. I know that most of it is like kind of actually cheap tea, but it but it's interesting oh. combinations of cheap tea and different flavors. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I'm I'm okay with it. Um, and is I, the Republic of Tea the one that comes in the canisters? Yeah, the little the little cylinders yeah, like those. and mm-hmm. their little round tea good. bags. They're mm-hmm. I mean I think they're good. I I've in reading more about tea, I realized that like full leaf tea and you know like. There, there's really good stuff, and then there's this sort of in-between stuff, and this is a pretty solidly, I think, lower part of in-between. Like, but it, mm. but, but they, they brand themselves as it being very fancy, and I, you know, I don't care. I don't want to talk see. poorly about them because I'd love for them to give me some free tea. Hey, shout out or sponsorship, yeah. you know, public of tea, we'll take it. But I mean, they really yeah. do. So I get catalogs from them in the mail, and I haven't bought anything in a while. But um, each catalog, typically, if you open it within the first page, there's a little insert with a little individually wrapped sample tea bag taped. Good. In there. And so mm-hmm. I've been collecting these sample tea bags uh, for for like a while. You know, mm. I, whenever mm-hmm. I get one in the mail, I typically recycle it, but I always open it up, pull the tea bag sample out, and then recycle the catalog. Um, and you know, so I'd gotten a lot of samples over the last year or so, and haven't had any of them if they were caffeinated tea basically and so now that i'm drinking black teas again oh man and i had a couple mm-hmm. from last year when they were doing their sort of limited run holiday teas and okay. one was called sip and be merry and the other was called comfort and joy and i was like all right well nice. these, these probably suck but i'll take them to work and i'll try them out and holy shit man that comfort and joy black tea Buy yourself some. It is fucking great. You can get a tin with 50 <laughs> tea bags for $12 off their website. They have a promo going on, which will probably be over what by is... the time this airs. But um, <laughs> What's the flavor? What's the so deal? 
So it's a black tea blend, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and it also includes cinnamon, cloves, apples, mm. licorice root. Okay. Okay. It's so good. I, I don't know. Mm. It's just so it's so delightful. It's sort mm-hmm. of kind of like a chai, but it doesn't have the bite of the um, of the. I guess it's the ginger that changes it, and plus it's got the apples and mm. licorice to sort of temper it. So it doesn't have that mm. heat necessarily. I'm I'm actually drinking a cup now, but it's it's cooled oh, down. Boy. to is that why your I'm speed is increasing with every sentence? <laughs> that stuff is mm. great. I highly mm-hmm. recommend it. Get get okay. yourself a can. They also have those little like little stacked cylinders, holiday stackable. I think that you can mm. get that includes that and some of the other holiday teas. I'm also enjoying mm. the sip and be merry, which is black tea, um, with what else does this have in it here? Sweet blackberry leaves, natural caramel and vanilla flavors, and car- mm. uh, cardamom seeds. So that's Ooh. pretty good. Okay. And yeah. then I've last year I got. Uh, so we've talked about rooibos before on the podcast, but mm-hmm. but you guys, there's green rooibos too, which I don't really remember. I think it's just the, like it's the same plant, but they don't mm. roast it or it's less oxidized, sort of how like tea, like the actual tea plant is one plant, but you different levels of oxidation produce green tea or <laughs> okay. oolong or black, What you know. Sure. So I think it's like that. I don't really quite understand it. But last mm. year they had a, a green rooibos-based uh, holiday tea that was herbal, and it mm. was peppermint bark. And I was like, hell yeah. Mm. And okay. dude, it's yeah. real good. So I bought some more of that mm-hmm. this year. Really getting into that in the evening. Yeah, you're really I, sucking up on those holiday I teas. Have, I mean, you can drink it all winter, let's be real. Um, oh, of course. And then this year I treated myself because they were having a thing where if you bought like four kinds of tea or something – they would send you a free cylinder of their ginger peach black tea, which is pretty good. It's like a, you know, I, I probably wouldn't hmm. buy it, but like mm-hmm. if I can just treat myself if to it's all around these the teas house. and get it for free, yeah. you know, it's really mm-hmm. good. So then mm-hmm. I also ordered this one called gingerbread. Uh, it's, I, I, I hate this, but it's, it's gingerbread cup of cake, which is one of their lines, cup of cake teas. I, I don't like people oh, who I say cup no as but... one word. Gingerbread tea sounds delicious. It's real good. It's a rooibos mm-hmm. base with mm. cinnamon. It's got stevia leaf in it, which I'm kind of like, eh, whatever. So, mm. th- so it does mm-hmm. sort of have like, it's sweeter than, you know, just the herbs would be. And then it has mm-hmm. natural vanilla and ginger flavors. And it is quite, mm. quite good too. Yum. Uh, I've also been loving some celestial seasonings mixes. They've got one. Mm. There's one that's called like cinnamon fire or cinnamon vanilla fireside or something like that that Ooh. one's real dank is uh, it as good as bengal spice because bengal spice is my I don't go-to know, man. right might now might be better might be better oh whoa whoa okay try, try i feel like it's weird how i got a box of that in durham north carolina and brought it mm-hmm. back home with me because i didn't have any tea down there and it was you know it actually wasn't that cold but it's just nice to have tea and um I haven't been able to find it here. They have like the caramel apple or whatever. They have like cinnamon mm. apple and then there's like a caramel vanilla apple. But anyway, celestial seasoning. Is oh, you haven't too. been able to find Bengal spice? No, no. The, this other. Um, oh. The mm-hmm. vanilla cinnamon by the that's fire or whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm. But that's good too. If you're, if you know, if Republic of Tea is too snooty and expensive for you, which I understand. It's actually not a bad deal, but you know, celestial seasonings, you can find it more easily so they've got some good stuff going on too did you know speaking of celestial seasonings that the uh the plant 
is near Boulder, Colorado, where my I, older brother lives. I think I did know that. Yeah. And my brother-in-law and my niece went to the factory to do a tour, and mm-hmm. it sounded really, really cool. Oh yeah. man, I didn't know you I could guess, do that. That is like yeah, a dream. Yeah, the mint room. Oh he my said the God. mint room was insane. Yeah. I was just talking yeah. with my wife about how much I like their peppermint tea. It's you know it's mm-hmm. nothing special. It's just peppermint, and. Everybody Ooh, makes it's the pretty peppermint good tea. though. I think they have the one of the best peppermint teas it out really there. It really is good, and mm-hmm. you just buy them. Mm-hmm. I like. I bought. I think it was on sale at Wegmans recently, so I like stocked right up mm-hmm. on that man. Because mm-hmm. that's something that never. I have a whole like kitchen cabinet that is, you know, like. I would. I stuff. would imagine. I can't imagine you not and having it's a organized whole section by herbal, and then black and green, and then like there's sure. like a kind of mismatch at the bottom, and the fancier loose leaf stuff. And I, I will never. <laughs> that thing will never not have celestial seasonings, peppermint in it. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is one um, of the best. Is is Danielle a tea freak too? Yeah, I mean, I've sort of brought her into the fold. She mm-hmm. she'll I'll I'll put a kettle on and be like, hey, you want some tea? And she'll be like, sure. And then. I'd be like, well, what do you want? And she's like, eh, just whatever. And I'm like, caffeinated or not caffeinated? And she's like, uh, I don't know, maybe some caffeine. And I'm like, well, green or black? And she's like, I just fucking, just fucking put something in there. And so she's like, I think she, she's kind of along for the ride, but she's not mad about it, you know? Like, but she's not like yeah. obsessed with it. Sure. She doesn't have her tea cataloged like her husband does. That's right. Okay. Wow. Well, you know, tea time. It really took a lot of the episodes. It's fine. People love it. You know, everybody's cold. It's the winter. Everybody's into tea, right? I used to really not be into tea at all. But I tell you what, getting older surprises me about myself. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, I remember being a kid. I feel like my mom Mm. would always have a box of Celestial Seasoning Sleepy Time Mm. tea. And I'd be like, fucking tea, fucking grown-ups. They don't get it. You know, but like, God, now Mm -hmm. it's like, just, just... I should put like well, 42 bags so in my bathtub and just get many. in there. Well, it's cool too because there are so many and you can make tea out of almost anything. I know. And that's really cool. My yeah. dream is to just sort of have like a fully stocked cupboard of like, instead of this mismatch of different like bagged teas from different manufacturers, I would love to just have like a cabinet with like pull out shelves like on rails that I could pull out that mm-hmm. have just like jars of different ingredients. And then mm-hmm. like, you know, like a really mm-hmm. good. Uh, single serve steeper and then because I have mm-hmm. a, I have a pretty good pot for steeping a pot full but like or maybe some maybe even some reusable or whatever tea bags and, mm-hmm. um, but just to be able to be like all right here's my black tea here's my whatever here's all these different kind of herbs and different things yeah and then just to be able to mix them up as I yeah want. that is like oh one day mm-hmm. man one day yeah well, you know, once all these big checks come in from this, this wildly podcast. successful podcast, you can just like build that whole thing. And mm. yeah, you can hire Kurt Russell from Overboard to come and build you a little cabinet. I keep thinking that like it's my destiny to open a tea shop, but then I realize that I have no business acumen and that mm. re- retail stores like that are very hard to sustain and like keep alive. And I would probably lose everything if I ever tried to do that. Oof. But, but you know, the trip downhill would be really fantastic. Yeah, and there's paved, some... paved in black tea. I don't know. It could you be know? really nice. Yeah. There's so many like artisanal, you know, snotty coffee places that open. Like, there's so much variety with tea. Like, I don't know. Whatever, man. Yeah. Fucking coffee. I hear slums. you. <laughs> Stupid. They don't I like get coffee it. too, though. I, I know, like it I all. I've I've been enjoying it from time to time. 
Getting real wild over there, Daniel. It's almost like you haven't been sleeping a whole lot because you have two children. Yeah, something like could that, that. Could it be? <laughs> nah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, anyway, should we talk about, I don't know, ghost stories? This is, Ooh. Is this a ghost story? I forget. What kind of podcast? I think, I think we should keep talking about tea for like another two hours. Do people like this? Tweet us, hashtag tea talk, and, you know. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do a re, uh, listener poll keep this segment alive yeah 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 mm-hmm. i think our listener probably likes all the same stuff we like and yeah, would yeah, yeah yeah you know cheer us on to keep talking about it for what do you sure think ever happened to 420 friendly speaking of colorado you think she's oh you think she's found her way to the new podcast i hope so hey she was there, my favorite listener yeah you know that review really Let touched us, us really touched our hearts it really did i'll never forget it and fuck it. Even if you don't have a ghost story, you should go tour the Celestial Seasonings plant. We'll have you on the podcast. Oh, I bet, Tell us I bet all about she it. has. She gets it. Yeah, she I seems she's like been there. pretty cool. Yeah. Sure anyway, cool. I guess we should talk mm. about ghosts. Hell we'll yeah. Save some tea talk for the next episode. Mm. Yeah, keep them wet that thruple with some, uh, you know, holiday teas and we'll tea it back up more you know next time keep Mm. them thirsty (laughs) thirst thirst tea (laughs) maybe we should just end the podcast forever yeah forever (laughs) no i think you got a juicy story you want to tell and i'd like to hear it well okay then I love a good ghost story as much as the next fellow. Great. Here we are. And it's time to talk about ghosts. Uh, well. Don't sound too excited. Not ghosts specifically. Yeah, pep it up a little bit, moment. I think the last time uh, I did like a folklore episode, mm. Uh, mm. it was I, I did a few that were related to Maryland in the last year because I haven't been traveling as much because I got a new gerb. Mm. Um, but... I, new gerb, I, new baby. I think I said something along the lines of that, you know, that this is like going to be the last time I do it. But I lied because, listener, if I'm <laughs> anything, it is a awful, duplicitous liar. Uh, so I have another story True. that I stumbled upon around Halloween time. But since we had our programming pretty well figured out back then, I decided to stave it. Stave it. Until <laughs> now, to now. And uh, <laughs> so uh, without further ado, I yeah, present please. to you all the legend of Maul Dyer. Mm. So uh, for a little backstory here, I wrote mm, this out mm. very quickly in a few minutes. And I feel like it came off more seriously than I meant it to. Um, but it, it's people like serious. So, yeah. You set him up high with that tea talk. Yeah, everybody. And I get him, you know, get him real serious, right? And, you know, I hope that people, with their earbuds in, continuing to listen to that, went, put a kettle on the stove, and are sipping mm. a nice hot cup of tea right now. It's good for yeah. your health, you know? It tea, really is. Tea is good for you. <laughs> uh, anyway, Leonardtown, Maryland is a historic mm. town in southern Maryland. Founded in 1660 as Seymour Town, which is pretty funny as far as names go, it has been the county seat 
for St. Mary's County since the early 18th century. Mm. Just on the outskirts of town in 1697 lived a woman named Moll Dyer. Many people would go to her to be cured of various ailments, paying her with food and herbs, but few would openly discuss it. It was an open secret in a colony where religious freedom, for Christians at least, mm. you know, I mean, religious freedom in the 17th century sense, mm -hmm. uh, had been struggled over since Europeans had first arrived. And in 1697, Protestants were in charge, namely Puritans. Uh, mm. So the previous couple of winters had been uh, mild. And so in 1697, the colonists were unprepared for how harsh uh, the winter was that struck the area that year. And mm. in addition to the extreme cold, uh, many people, there was like an influenza or, or something uh, outbreak, and many people were dying. So all mm. of a sudden, Maul Dyer, this woman who had kept to herself and was pretty much left alone on the outskirts of town, except when her fellow colonists were in dire need of help, became the dire easiest need. person mm. in town to blame for the sudden maladies that had afflicted mm. the town. Mm. Yikes. So, you know, as, as one does in the 1690s, uh, an angry mob of townsfolk from Leonardtown declared Mall Dyer to be a witch. Hey. And they decided to really let her have it in her nice warm house while they were all freezing their asses off. They, uh, a mob marched to her house in the woods and lit it on fire, destroying it. Mm. Jesus. The townsfolk presumed her dead. However, unbeknownst to them, she had heard them coming and escaped into the woods. Hmm. It was there that they found her body three days later. She was kneeling over a large rock, allegedly with one hand on the rock and one hand up in the air as if to beg for mercy. However, the townsfolk decided to uh, interpret this position with her hand up in the air as her proclaiming a curse on the town and its people. Hmm. While there's no definitive historical record of Maul Dyer, the legend has been passed around Maryland for a really long time. And there are a few odds and ends that sort of check mm -hmm. out with real history that could add up to something, which is pretty Ooh. interesting. Ooh. There is, uh, sorry, let me get my sources here. Um, there's an immigration record um, that shows, or there are immigration records that show that Mary Dyer, Margaret Dyer, and Maligo, M-A-L-L-I-G-O, Dyer, were transported to Maryland in October of 1677 mm. on a ship commanded by Captain Thomas Taylor. So Maul, I thought it was like a, a nickname or like almost like a title given to people because I was mm. thinking of Maul Flanders, which mm -hmm. I've read. But And I thought that in the book club discussion about that, Years ago, we talked about how Maul is like more of a more of a title assigned to people than an actual given name, but apparently that's not the case. Maul um, hmm. is a nickname, among other things, it's a nickname for uh, Mary. So that Mary mm -hmm. Dyer could have been the very same, the titular Maul Dyer, who hmm. arrived in Maryland in 1677. Now it doesn't say where the ship came from, mm -hmm. but this information was found in the maryland hall of records land books library 15 folio 438 if anyone wanted to check in on it um 
there's also a historical record in you know the maryland uh, maryland archives uh of a great epidemic that occurred in southern maryland in 1697 and 1698 so the very winter mm. that we're talking about mm-hmm. um there is a theory and like based on some uh, oral interviews that happened i think in the 90s by some historians that that interviewed like descendants of people that have lived in um the southern maryland area for a really long time like can like trace their families back to the 1600s and including a member of a dyer family from the area same last name still um there's a thought that Maul Dyer came to Maryland from either Ireland, Virginia, Kentucky, New England, or Connecticut as a Catholic. So oh, they really narrowed it down, huh? Yeah, it's pretty pretty broad. <laughs> but the, the the interesting thing is that if she came from any of those places, there's there's this sort of thought that maybe she came to Maryland as a Catholic seeking refuge mm-hmm. uh, and religious tolerance. That would make sense, right? Because Catholic the Catholic that Maryland was one of the few colonies where the Catholic religion was allowed to be practiced and it wasn't just Protestant religions and the church of England and stuff like that. Um, and, and Puritans obviously. Um, however, so it, so if she came in 1677 as a Catholic refuge and then lived in Leonardtown, um, or uh, that, that may have been why she settled on the outskirts because, you know, even though Catholicism was allowed in the colony, they weren't the majority in um, Maryland? Yes. Wow. There, there were more of I them thought... here than anywhere else because there weren't really any anywhere else. But yeah, there apparently weren't m- that many of them by the end of the 17th century because huh. in 1689, there was a Protestant revolution in Maryland, also known as Coods Rebellion, where the Puritan majority of the colony rebelled against the proprietary government of Charles Calvert, who was the descendant of the original Calvert to get the land patent from King whoever, I don't remember who was king in that, but uh, Charles, the, the, the Calverts were, were a Catholic family and they, they were the governors of Maryland. Charles mm-hmm. Calvert left Maryland in 1684 to go to the, to court in England or whatever, like the, the King's court, not like a court case. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And actually, actually he might've been there for, there was also a land dispute going on around the same time between the Calverts and William Penn and his descendants, which went on for years and oh. years and years. Uh, based around the way that the language was written, which gave the land grant to William Penn to found Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. which the the northern bound of, boundary of Maryland was supposed to be the 40th parallel. Mm-hmm. But when William Penn started laying out Philadelphia, he did it below the 40th parallel, like in what would have been Maryland. So Ooh, they, they had to like this, this juicy dispute. Yeah, it's kind of crazy mm-hmm. story because William Penn ended up getting his way just by never, never like... He would send his, like a, an agent of his to meet with uh, the Calverts and or their agents. This is a terrible tangent, but it's really interesting because people are into it. Don't worry, you I can tell. I would love it if Philadelphia were in Maryland. All of a sudden, I think we should take it back. Um, oh, man, uh, but it's anyway, cool town. yeah, it's pretty nice. It's one of my favorite cities. Mm-hmm. Um, Me too. So, like, but every time this guy would come down on Penn's behalf. He would just be like, ooh, got to go. Or he'd be like three days late or whatever. So they would, they could mm-hmm. never come to an agreement because this guy was just kind of a dick. And then so yeah. like, so they just eventually, you know, this it was finally settled way, way later with the Mason-Dixon survey where they reached this accord that like, well, Philadelphia is already there. So, uh, you know, you can't, uh, 
40th parallel can't be your northern boundary anymore, so we're going to push it back. So, like, Maryland lost so much land from what they mm-hmm. were, from what the Calverts were originally granted because William Penn and his, like, agents and, you know, representatives and successors were just kind of dicks about the whole thing, apparently. Which How is did he get of, away with that? It's kind That's of amazing. Like, you just kind of obstinately continue to build and lay out your city and be like, well, well now it's there. What are you going to take it away from me? And, you know, like, it's kind of like... It's, hmm. it's, it's an interesting strategy. I couldn't believe it. But anyway, so this was all happening. 1689, there was a Protestant revolution. Puritans took over the colony and outlawed Catholicism. And so at that time, a lot of the Catholic, of the few Catholic chapels and churches that had been built in the state were boarded up or torn down. And most of the prominent Catholic, you know, plantation owners of the time had to start worshiping in secret chapels in their in their houses, like off in a house, just a room built into their house because they couldn't worship publicly anymore. So it would be sort of interesting, and the timing is right, for her to have just been this woman who was treated as an outsider because she may have been one of the few Catholics in the community. And mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, after she moved there for religious freedom, everything changed. And she, you know what I mean? So it's sort of mm-hmm. interesting. It's an interesting, like, Background. it, it yeah. kind of adds credence to, to this legend that, you know, the timing kind of works out that she would have if if all these assumptions are true about her being a Catholic who came here for religious tolerance, the timing works out for her to have been mm. looked down on or, or seen, you know, if people knew that she was Catholic, she would have been this sort of social Oof. pariah to begin with. Um, yeah. You know, so, and then also in 1972, a large rock was found in the woods near Leonardtown with what appears to be a handprint sunken into Oof. it. So after all the tales of Maul Dyer, someone, you know, finds this rock. So they bring the rock out of the woods. And uh, ever since then, it's been, it's like in the town square uh, next to the jailhouse that was built in 1876. So people will go to the rock and touch it. People claim that when they touch it, they have visions of Maul Dyer. Uh, Some people say that they get lightheaded or sick when they touch it. So, like, the idea is that this curse lives on in the rock, um, which is, you know, somewhat interesting. So, but in spite of all that evidence, there is only one uh, recorded witchcraft execution in Maryland, um, you know, which doesn't mean that it's the only one that ever happened, but it's the only one Mm -hmm. recorded. Um, And it was on October 9th of 1685, so a couple years before this Maul Dyer thing, in Calvert County, which uh, is also in Southern Maryland. Um, and that was Rebecca Fowler, who was hanged after a jury found her guilty of, quote, certain evil and diabolical arts called witchcrafts, enchantments, charms, and sorceries. Which sounds pretty mm. harmless to me, but... And the last recorded witchcraft in uh, trial in Maryland was held in Annapolis in 1712. And that was uh, Virtue Viol of Talbot County, mm. Maryland. And she was accused of witchcraft to harm the health of an invalid neighbor, but she was acquitted. So at least there's that. That's good. Yeah. But, you know, I love a good witch story and I love, oh, hell some, yeah. I love some local folklore mm. so Spooky. who knows if yeah. Maul Dyer was real um, but I like to think she is Yeah, and I bet she was a big I... tea fan but she had a nice kettle she probably had a little, little cabinet with all different kinds of ingredients yeah she... all her herbs and stuff 
Well, she probably did if people for went to people her. For... Up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I bet she had a dang yeah, peppermint that's... tea. Oh, yeah. Isn't that so messed up? Like, that's such a common story that people would go to these women yeah. for treatment. Yeah. And when then... they need something. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, when it becomes convenient to blame them for a bunch of shit, you just murder them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, no big right. deal. I and mean, it's fucked up. Yeah. Very fucked up. Anyway, but it's it is great interesting that... too. It's like I wish, in addition to your tea cabinet, you know, I think that the little uh, little herb drawers and all that shit. I'd love to know and be able to use all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, for illnesses and everything. I just, you know, it appeals to me way more. Oh my god, what was that? I read about uh, motherwort. Motherwort. I was like, mm. I guess people take it for like to calm down, like as an anti-anxiety kind of natural thing. Mm. And I'm like, Oh, that's Mm -hmm. interesting. And, but I don't know, man, I read this article about it. Um, God, I don't even remember how I found it or stumbled upon it, but it, it made it sound really cool. Oh, I guess it was on vice, uh, written by, it was from this year. Uh, if anyone wants to look it up, it's written by Callie Buseman. I don't know. It oh, sounds yeah. pretty cool, man. Like, mm-hmm. I I don't know. <laughs> like, I I I'm kind of like, uh, maybe I should try to, because I've I've like had tinctures and stuff for different. Like, I've gone to an uh, an herbalist before to like mm-hmm. try to get my body under control, and I'm like, oh, maybe I should try mm-hmm. this stuff out. Nothing's ever really worked, but I'm like, hey, man, this makes me mellow out a little bit. You know, I could take it in the evening, wind down for sleep, sleep a little better, mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, that'd be cool. Yeah. No, it makes you feel totally. like you're being embraced by Mother Earth. Is how it is described. Mm. I think I, oh, like I was I was googling for like which related stuff in October. This is how I found it because it, <laughs> the next paragraph says in an article for Witches and Pagans magazine, Wiccan author blah blah, and like they're talking about motherwort as being like mm. like a herb that different modern witches take. So that's how I found out about it. It all makes sense now. I want to read that magazine. Yeah, yeah, tight. look it up, look it up. Mm-hmm. Or I, can I bet send, there's I like a, a herb of the this. month, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like every month there's probably a little uh, future article about it. Yeah, I mean, some it's, of this stuff has, cool. has kind of borne out, you know, like peppermint clearly mm-hmm. helps with like lower GI stuff. Ginger clearly helps with upper GI stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, like basically proven at this point. And uh, red raspberry leaf is good for the female reproductive system and, and mm-hmm. you know, pregnant women. So they it. say. And, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, you know, everybody's going to be. No, I'm, I'm playing. I uh, haven't haven't uh, delved too deeply into that yet, but I've it's definitely something on my list. The loose leaf of that works better for something mm-hmm. like our, our midwife, mm-hmm. like a medical professional. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Like I had bought boxes and boxes of red raspberry leaf tea. Uh, from the traditional medicinals tea company, like in bags, mm-hmm. you know, they come little boxes with tea bags in it. And she was like, Oh no, that's no good. Like go to, go to yes, organic market and get, just buy like, they have like a big bulk container that you can just scoop out red raspberry, like dried, you know, like ready to, mm. ready to brew red raspberry leaf. And, and that was supposed nice. to be much better. So just tip. Mm. I'm going to get that. Thank tip you. For my, uh, mm-hmm. uterus having friends out there. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. You got it, man. Thank uh, you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Speaking of that stuff, though, mm-hmm. kind of related, and this is a funny idea, so nobody steal it, because by the time this airs, I will have mailed it to myself in a sealed envelope. But I'm thinking of oh, starting okay. like a uh, 
a website, like a blog or like a support thing mm-hmm. or like a, like a Dear Prudence for people with IBS mm. called, get this, Diarrhea. Diarrhea. That's <laughs> it's great. pretty good, right? It's pretty good, right? <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> yeah. It works on yeah, a lot yeah. of level. <clears throat> I like it. Well, if you want me to seed some questions, I have several friends I can <laughs> aim over to you that I'll let you know are very if I ever get that off the ground. Poop-related situations. Because mm-hmm. what I really need is another uh, time-consuming project that I don't get sure. paid for. So yeah, I think uh-huh. I'll probably get this started pretty Look, soon. Look, you never know what's going to get when it's going to take off. People Honestly, are really interested in their own pooping schedules and they think diarrhea people are more open about talking about that stuff now people are more into like health and Mm -hmm. wellness they're more open to herbal things whatever i feel like with you know if i uh, got enough talented people to help me like make it an attractive website or whatever like really do it up it could actually do something i mean I i don't need to make money on it but It'd be cool if it paid for itself. That'd be nice. Just, you know, Bino came through or, yeah. I don't know, uh, Ginger, the Ginger Lobby. Oh, my God. You know? I could get free, free Gingin shoes or, or that Gingin. Oh, like my God. The, the juice that they sell, like that Ginger Concentrate juice. That'd be that'd be enough for me. Do you ever just do you ever just chew on a chunk of Ginger? Fuck, fuck yeah. Well, not raw. Nice. I do. I do the mm. uncrystallized can uncrystallized candy ginger i'm a big fan i carry it in my bag constantly in case i get my okay. tummy, tummy troubles you know mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but i want to learn how to make my own slash i kind of just want to try peeling and cutting up a ginger root and then like dehydrating it in an oven or mm-hmm. something because i don't mm-hmm. need the added sugar you know what i mean oh sure sure yeah almost 20 right. pounds since well, having children <laughs> it's really stressful <laughs> well sure but no i get you I can get we talk you, about um... all my problems right now yeah, what else Should you got? We end Let this me episode? see if I can. <laughs> yeah, we can save the herb hour for. Uh, yeah, when we run know, out of tea talk. Get, yeah, get people real excited. Well, you know, if we have a, a nice, uh, meaty holiday episode, we could include mm. tea talk and herb hour. You know. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> one of the tinctures I took one time, just as an interesting <laughs> aside. Uh-huh had sure. catnip in it and it was Uh-oh. disgusting <laughs> it tasted Oof, so yeah. bad <laughs> yeah i only catnip's... had to take a little bit of it and i would mix it mm-hmm. into like a shot glass full of water and it mm-hmm. was awful so, you know fun well, stuff you're not a cat then you've proven it yeah well because if now. you were yeah i would have been exactly this is good stuff where'd you get this stuff what's in this it's pretty good get more well, yeah, yeah, I guess we'll see you guys, or I guess you'll hear us <laughs> <laughs> one more time uh, before uh, uh, Christmas Day. When that calendar page flips. Yeah, yeah when you when you got to crank open your window and yell down to the boy on the street to get the goose that's as big as him, we'll be there mm-hmm. for you. So keep that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> Never forget. Great. Yeah. Another slam dunk, man. Small dire. Nothing but no. R.I.P. <laughs>
nothing. <laughs>